close your eyes Leave all your troubles behind Yes, it's fine Come kick it with me in my imagination In my imagination Well, sometimes my mind Play these tricks on me sometimes And I'll find that my mind Climbs higher than it should climb on my imagination I'm contemplating Hesitating On exploitating my mind Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat Episode 7 Four of us in the house this evening We've got myself, Wooly Steve Spartan Sparling Fraser Barden And his brother, Nathan Barden Who's probably nursing some pretty sore and tired legs um on the weekend just gone we've um we've uh, had the noosa ultra trail nathan competed in we've all been uh doing a little bit of running but nothing too special um what have you been up to steve spartan sparling so this this week i started off we just did some easy runs and then um worked into an interval session on wednesday uh, as we all know we got that um anzac relay coming up so but I might get a bit of speed sessions going. I did. I, I just did uh, a brief warm up, like about a k, and then I run into two two twelve hundreds, which is what we're going to be doing on the day, um, and then finish off with eight two hundreds afterwards. So just try to get the legs going. What day is that? Wednesday morning. So pro hours, as they say, like after nine o'clock. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hot. Um, yeah, it's, it's getting a bit warm. Eh? Still warm. And then um, yeah, um, Thursday. We went up the coast and I did a night run Thursday night. Um, Friday morning, same, up at Caloundra. Another a run along the, the Esplanade there at um, Golden Beach. Very nice spot. Um, Saturday, I did park run in the morning and then shot up to Noosa to go see Nath, where I did a little bit more running, but not too much. Just chasing him down and having a chat with him. And then today, I finished off with a um, another just an easy 6K to finish the week off. End up getting 65K, so it's a good week. Yeah, great good week, mate. Good what about you, Fraz? Been doing much? I've been on holidays this week. <laughs> <laughs> so I've done, I've done no running this week. I've been yeah. on holidays. Yeah. I, thought my, I thought my I week was bad. A, I had my first game of uh, soccer, football this Friday. We played Midgerton. Uh, we won 2 1. So that was a good result. Oh, nice one. How many Ks do you reckon you run on a football field? You should put your Garmin on. Yeah, I can't because you're not allowed to wear any watches or anything on a soccer field. Can't you put a sweatband over it, it or something? Stick it in yeah, there. Yeah, thinking that, but the, but the, the ref still uh, detects if there's a lump in your wrist. Can't you put it, it in a pocket or something? Well, I've put, I've put it upside down. I mean, people have done it before. They might not. Yeah, they might not detect it so much in an over 35s league that we play in, but you yeah, might break it, eh? You might smash it. Yeah, well, I'll probably run about nine or ten k in a game. Well, well, that's um, good. Yeah, you probably do. I've looked at Brad's um, uh, Strava here, and he's done twenty five k this week. Shit, that's yeah. a huge week for Brad. Yeah. <laughs> in two hours and seven minutes, so that's not bad. Yeah. Pace. Uh, he's had a few good runs. He did. A, he did a good park run, twenty-one minutes or something. Yeah. yeah. He did a. He did a twenty-one thirty-eight 
at uh, what's that Redcliffe? Yeah, Redcliffe one. And then he did, local. he did a ten k. He did a ten k run, averaging five oh nine a k. That's pretty good going. Fifty one forty two all up. And then uh, March twenty third, he did another ten k at five twenty two a k. So he's putting some. Yeah. He's, putting he's trying some to get. Yeah, he's trying to get his butt into gear. My week's not much better, but I've man. I think I've run just under forty k. Um, I was going to run a lot, do a long run today, but I just run out of time. I'm still working around the house doing loads, but yeah, I've just done. Um, I think I've done four runs. Nothing really to um, write home about. The main sort of priority this week was to. Um, get all the work done that I had to get done and get up to get up the sunshine coast for, um, to help crew for Nathan and, uh, and in his 50 K ultra trail at the, I think there's the actual events called the Noosa ultra trail. Isn't it? Yeah, it wasn't. It was his inaugural running this year. Yeah. Um, six races on. So they had a 15 K a 25 K a 30 K, which seems a bit strange to have two so close together in, in, um, in, uh, distance. Then they had a 50K, an 80K, and 100K. Now, just to say you know how bad the conditions were, how hot it was, only 50% of the people finished the 100K. So there was like about 50-odd DNFs. So yeah. Borderline was dangerous. Was that, a, was that the people that started and tried to finish it? Or? Yeah, it says DNF, so they all would have started. Like wow. even cameraman uh, Ryan Crawford has said the conditions are really, you look on his uh, Insta, the conditions are really tough. Um, and he was, he, he ran out of water and he luckily found two, there was some girls on the side of the road who lived there. We just had a table out the front with cold water on. And he just, he said that was his lifesaver. Um, he just filled up with some water from them. Otherwise he would have been cooked. So. Nathan, why don't you sort of, Give us a bit of a like a recap of your week. You probably didn't do too much, and then just start off with the like how the race went, and we'll um we'll all sort of chime in with uh you know when we when we caught you up caught up with you at checkpoints and stuff like that. So obviously I was being a bit careful because I've had this, this calf injury, but um I had osteopath this week as well. Um I think that really helped. Um I did a five k run on Tuesday. Then Wednesday, I did a seven and a half K night trail run, which might not have been the cleverest thing to do in case I um, trip over, you know, in a dark and injure myself. But um, that was that was just testing out that new headlamp. Yeah, how did um, that go? That's good. It was all right, mate. Yeah, I, I thought it was actually faulty because what happens, you can put it on boost and then it dips down. After uh, about yeah. 10 seconds, it dips down, save the battery. So, but actually, it's, um, you yeah, went all right went pretty good i was quite I was quite happy with it so um even out in the dark yeah. the dark in the, in a, on trails yeah it lit, lights up pretty good yeah i can't complain for 100 bucks yeah yeah i quite like it yeah so, it's good angle too you can see out to the side and your peripherals as well so that was oh actually cool. it's it's got a big circle and then a small then a uh that does a bigger span and then the, the one in the middle is shoots out further but the whole thing looks like it's one big light so you actually yeah. like when you're running looking forward it's lighting up just in front of your feet which is good so you don't have to look down to your feet and then look up all the time you just keep looking forward and it shows everything up that you need awesome. so i was pretty happy with that and then obviously with the 51.1k 
I was a bit annoyed because I we I was understanding it was a 50k race, but it was yeah. a 51k race. So I really had to knuckle down to we'll talk about that to get in under the time. So all in all, for the whole week, I've done a 63.65k week. It's my biggest week in uh, many years. We started off. Uh, got, we, we got up to Noosa on Friday, and, and glad we went sort of fairly early because there was. Um, must have been what caused your traffic, Steve. There was a bit of a big crash on the highway. And a guy I was chatting to in the run was coming from the Gold Coast. It took him absolutely hours. He was gridlocked at like coming up to North Lakes or something. Um, yeah, that's what I was stuck so, in when I was talking to you on the yeah. phone. It was. Oh, it took me two hours to get early. home from work, mate. Well, yeah, I, when, I, when I spoke day. to Nathan, I'd been in the car nearly two hours. And mm. uh, I've, I've got like a new work ute. Like I've sold my four-wheel drive and I've got like a little two-wheel drive right. that I've bought and the air con stopped working in it. <laughs> so I was, yeah, was just like cooking, no air con. At least there was a bit of breeze. I know it was a bit cooler up the coast. It was a bit of a breeze compared to down here as it was a bit cooler. Um, that, um, but just imagine though, if you decide to do the race and you would say, oh, I'll leave on a Saturday morning at 4.30, to get there, check in and do the race, which I've done before. I used to do it with all my mountain bike races and stuff. So like some people, if there's an accident, then you could have been stuffed. So yeah, we had a good, we had a good evening. Fr we had a good day Friday, checked in. The room in the hotel was great at, uh, we give Hotel Laguna on Hastings Street a shout. So um, nice view over the river out the back, uh, beautiful sunset, watching the stingrays, uh, chasing the fish, jumping out the water um and then uh, I, I i sort of got on my bag and kit and everything ready friday uh, sat, friday night and then saturday morning that's when i mixed up all my drinks and i wasn't going to take the big esky with but i decided to take the esky with all the cans of drinking and everything and i'm so lucky i did because i really um fell back on those needing those because of um my blood sugar so the morning started good uh i woke up my blood sugar wasn't too bad had uh, I had less insulin the night before, background insulin, about 20% less, just so I wasn't hypoing all day during the race. But uh, um, I had my insulin in my breakfast. And the time I got there, I, my sugar just, I should have probably checked it a bit earlier, but about 10 minutes before the start, my sugar had hit 21. Now, usually it should be between 6 and 10. And it didn't feel that, it didn't actually feel that high, but I think with the adrenaline and the nerves, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's yeah yeah it's, uh, and i thought oh what should i do so i had like two units and i popped another unit in as i pulled the pen out so it's about two and a half and i thought i'll see how we go and i started off the run just for anyone who's just started listening fraser and nathan are type one diabetics so when they're talking about sugar and insulin they're managing their sugar and injecting units of insulin just for anyone who's new to the show, who doesn't know what you're talking about. Basically, our pancreas doesn't work, so we don't produce our own insulin. Uh, so, yeah, so we have to give it manually to ourselves. So, yeah, like, and obviously any nerves and adrenaline can spike up, yeah, like, yeah, increasing insulin and stuff like that. From my experience, I would have gone, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I would have left but it. But when it hit 24, I was like, I was glad I'd taken the incident. I thought, fuck, I wonder when it's going to kick in. And um, you don't know if that is just like the adrenaline that is like an almost like an artificial high. 
and it sort of it doesn't work like sugar once it goes it's sort of like it doesn't need insulin to get rid of it it's weird it pops your sugar up but then goes it's almost like it's an artificial high and my dad said the same thing he said oh sometimes his sugar hits 15 16 and like after breakfast just let it ride it out and um but i thought well i'm not going to see you guys till 20 22k so i was like if i get that far the, the issue is if your sugar's high you got no your sugar's all in your blood not in your muscles so your muscles are having to work extra hard and then i wouldn't be able to take on any this is what goes through your head okay so again i won't be able to take any gels i won't be able to take any hydration because the sugar in the hydration is going to put my sugar up more i'm not going to get my electrolytes in what you know what am i going to do to i'm going to start cramping I'm going to dehydrate because in my pack is the water I had. So I was at the 8K when you saw me then, Steve. I just went down some water because I was like, I hadn't really drunk much up until then. Oh, the 6K had water as well. But I hadn't really touched my nutrition because I knew there was 50 grams of carbohydrate in that. It was all slow-release sugar. Um, and so, yeah, I've got to sit down and look at some uh, – I've already spoken to my diabetes educator, and um, I'm just going to sit down and work out contingency plan to be carrying because that was low gi sugar i had on board on my pack so that's probably why it was taking a while to kick in and i should have something on me which is more high gi as well sugar fluids yeah. with electrolyte i should um mention that we i, I was in uh, nathan's crew with his partner matilde and our like plan for the day was to catch him at 23k which was an, like an official checkpoint yeah. But when we were driving to the 23K checkpoint, I just happened to see someone running in the bush off the road. And I said, I just seen someone running, Matilda. She said, did you? And I, I had a better look. And then I saw another runner. And I thought, there's no way there'd be a coincidence of two people running out here. So we pulled over and sort of just off the road, there was like a, it wasn't a checkpoint, but it was like a, there was SES workers there. SES and there was a stop. Yeah, it was yeah. a water stop and there was a timing map. So we actually caught Nathan at 8K. Mm. Um, I was so surprised to see it because I came, I could see it off in the distance. I could see the tent. And then as I went down for a bit of a gully and then up, as I come up out of that and it went over the timing map, the, um, you know, Matilda was there going, God, Nathan, I knew it. And then um, I see you, you obviously, you were looking at your phone, you had the drone up. Yeah. And then yeah. Matilda, because I'd said, I'd sent you guys a message say, Oh, I forgot my sun cream. Get the sun cream out the back of the car for 22k. Yeah, this is a good thing about if you've got connection and you've got iPhone, if you've got phones, today's modern technology and you've got support crew. So, anyway, Matilda starts spraying sun cream all over my arms, which was good actually. I just rubbed instead of rubbing it in my hands, I just rubbed it in with my arms over top of each other, and that was really good. And then I saw the drone, your drone above me, so I just thought, oh, we get some good footage here. And obviously, uh, watch out, everyone who's listening for um, Return to the Ultra. It's a, a video I'm putting together. And uh, I think, uh, uh, Willie, you'll probably put a yeah, uh, put good little video together as well with your excellent drone footage and stuff. I gave Matilda my GoPro and I was like looking at the footage earlier this morning and she was holding good. it with one hand and just coating you in oh. <laughs> sunscreen with the other. Like It's pretty funny. That'd be she good sprayed to it on see. your neck. She's like, just yeah. like... <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember that. But mate, yeah, it'd be good to see that as from the crew's point of view, you know. And maybe I won't really use any of that footage. I'll just let you your video do it and I'll link it in mine because it'd be good to see two aspects of it, you know, like how you saw the day and then how I saw the day. Um I mean that yeah, was that only was really 8k good. in and like yeah, there was people there was coming some people through. Done. 
saying, mm-hmm. I'm cooked, I'm done at 8K. Yeah. And it was so hot. And I was like, you, because you, you said you were going to start really conservatively. And when, when we saw you, mm-hmm. I was like, he's made the right decision there. Because if you've gone out too hard, you're going to pay later. Well, this is it. We went off at five minutes a K. Mate, the 100K is like borderline dangerous. But yeah, um, so we caught him at the 8K. We started off at uh, five minutes a K. But the, what, the, the, looking back, the, I was running the course off my watch. And it was running in kilometers per hour speed not in like time, uh, minutes per kilometer so usually i run it like I, I was aiming to set out six and a half minutes a kilometer and then drop down the second half to six minutes a kilometer but my watch at one point was saying like 12 kilometers an hour and i was like well that works out at like five minutes a k so we're going we're going way too fast here so I was, um, I was saying to people, oh, we need to, we need to bloody slow this down. This is ridiculous. everyone went off flying off, and I just was like letting people overtake me. I was like, that's why you would have seen them cooked, Steve, because it was hot, and I was assuming we did the first two k in eleven minutes for a fifty k, and I thought these people are not going to make this. What was the elevation? Oh, heaps of mountains to climb up to. The elevation changed because of that other big hill we went up. And it went well. My elevation was completely off. It said seventeen hundred meters, but I think most people got about eight or nine hundred meters elevation. So um, I would just try to slow myself what down. Elevation. What? what was the official elevation? Eight hundred something. Is it? So everyone's garments are a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. But it all Steve? changed. Willie? It all changed. Yeah. Yeah. So so we we were lucky enough just to get you at eight k. And then we good. went to the um, the 23K checkpoint. There was just a huge hill that we had to drive up and it was like a dirt road. So we were just crawling up it because there was runners on the, on the road dust. already. And we were just trying not to cover them in dust. And um, so we got to that 23K um, checkpoint. I put the drone up and I was looking for you and managed to like find you after a few minutes. Because just before I saw that, I shouted out the old cooey, but obviously uh, material was so far up the hill there that wouldn't have heard it. It wouldn't have carried with the wind. Nah, it was re- that was a huge hill, and it was oh man, the, the view was unreal. Like the yeah, the scenery was, great, was un- unreal. Looking at the view of the mountains and stuff like that, it was just excellent. And then I saw um, I saw your drone, and I knew you were following me then, which was great, and. Um, and Matilda was there taking photos, and I'd already messaged you ahead, say, "Oh, my sugar's dropping. I need the coke." And then they had a can of coke waiting for me, and I sort of walked up the rest of the hill to the um, to the official checkpoint and bag drop. It was pretty, it was pretty hot then, sweaty, and I was just like, "Right." And I actually, had, I thought I was going to see you guys again. I thought I was going around. I come back to you. Then I realised that, hang on, no, let's do all my gear change here. So more hydration um more gels uh get a the can of lemonade um as well and um because you had the esky there i'd put in there some little fruit cups and it, i think it was like mandarin or something and i thought oh, i'll dig into one of those and i was using that without a spoon just chucking it in i thought that tastes really good but then it hit my gut and i just remember saying to myself oh don't throw up don't throw up and i had a bit of a Bleh! and then it was like it was a Good, I've seen the video. A, a good chuck, hey! It just bang, it yeah. all came out, and then I was stuck in my throat, and I went to thought I was going to throw up again because you get, you know, you yeah, know what yeah. it is. 
So I try to get it out and then drink some water, blow my nose, uh, change my T-shirt and keep down anything I'll, else. I'll play the, the, um, the little video clip now from um, just the audio of that, that like checkpoint. I just thought I'd do a little check-in for uh, Team Barden crew. We just caught him at 23K at the checkpoint. Um, they've literally climbed up a huge dirt road up a hill for probably 2K to get to the checkpoint. And uh, <laughs> everyone is like suffering. The only person who looked good was the leader of the 100K and that was Andy Day. And he looked really chirpy and positive, but everyone else just looks ill exhausted and heat exposed um nathan chunted everywhere <laughs> he, he tried to eat like some was it some fruit or something yeah some fruit he tried to eat some fruit and then he just spewed it up all over the place didn't go down well didn't go down too well but he's just he got a couple of cans of like fizzy drink into him his sugar went right back up and i jogged with him until 25k and uh, we're going to catch him next at the 38k point. Yeah. yeah so so was... Did you see cameraman come through as well or not? No, no. Because he wasn't far behind. He wouldn't have been far behind. Steve Sparling, so. you caught um, Nathan. Was that? Did you catch him before that checkpoint or after on the way back down that hill? After. Um, afterwards, I, I was asking the runners going past on the way out, coming back my way, because it was a, uh, that checkpoint was up a hill and then back down the same route and then they went off into the bush. So I basically um, was asking wh where you're at and they said, just, just done the 26. So I got Nathan right. I, I stood on the side of the road and waited because I knew I'd missed him. And I thought, oh, I haven't seen him gone past. So it was, it was a fair while from when he said I'm at 22, I think, or 20 Ks. Yeah. So I figured I'll just wait there and um, get him on his way back. So... I sort of found out where the 26k changeover was. Pretty much got him. You run him to the 25, and he said, "Oh, you just missed them. They're a k up the hill that way." And I said, "Yeah, but I didn't want to drive up because the dust off the car and there's people oh, yeah. Yeah. going up the hill, man." I like, tell you what was interesting up. is I was like expecting that to be a fair bit of dirt road going up to that checkpoint, but we were running through the forest, yeah, straight up, and all of a sudden we came out on the road and um, we went across the road and then bang onto the dirt road, black pinch road. I was like, I was like, shit, we're here. Um, yeah. I was expecting it to be a lot more open yeah. in my mind. I had it pictures open, but we were running like through fairly thick forest and all of a sudden hit that main road and then crossed over. Right, and what do you expect? Yeah, but the, well, you picture it in your mind thinking it's going to be a bit different, but it was, um, we went across the, across the tarmac and then up, up the, the road and that was, there was a lot of people walking up that road, but I decided to run it and people were like, Oh, good on you for running. And then, you know, I just like to keep, just keep, I felt quite good then because my sugar had come up to eight. So I was like, Oh yeah, I know I'm going to get a can of Coke in a minute and, and everything yeah. else. Yeah. So my goal for the day was just to catch Nathan at, around the checkpoints and just have a little run with him just 500 meters just to see how he's traveling and um, just to, give him a bit of encouragement you know letting someone know there's a, a checkpoint ahead and what's there what they can expect you should see the faces on the people that were coming before me when i was telling them there's a checkpoint in 500 meters and they're like oh thank christ you know yeah and and quite frankly doesn't matter which one it was nathan still looked fresher at the 26k and at the 36k than nearly everyone that passed 
that few minutes before him, they they all look stuffed, eh? And, and I've, I've got to say, I did. I know it was like hot, but yeah, we've run hot. in some heat, haven't we, Steve? Like, uh, oh, yeah, like we've yeah. done those morning runs when we did that thirty-eight out of the out at um, the dam. That, that was, very, got, that was a really terrible. hot day, um, yeah. and, and that, that that wasn't really the issue for me. Like my legs felt pretty good as as well. My, mm. my problem was the blood sugar, and when it dipped right at the end again, um, but. I knew I had to keep. I was saying to myself, "Just don't throw up. Just you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to take this gel just to keep it down, because otherwise you're not gonna finish the race." So um, yeah, I'm gonna make some plans and some other stuff. You can get these little. You know, like when you get a pie and people go, oh, "Do you want sauce with that?" And you get these little squeeze. You squeeze the sauce with your yeah. hand. Well, they do those with honey because we used to have them when we were cycling. I used to carry a load in my back pocket of my shoe. I just go don't and suck on it yep. suck all the honey out and then like that would be a real you can just keep that in on your inside of your cheek and it will re- absorb the sugar really well got a little grab yeah, here. I'll play, um, after yeah, play done his little spew and um obviously he got something into him he got a couple of fizzy drinks and he was feeling good again i got him coming down what's that three and a bit k's after that um that stop there with steve and matil so anyway so he's coming down the hill at 26 k's and i'll just play a little grab from that Mr. Nathan Barden at 26Ks. How you going, bro? Hey? I know. I thought I'd go somewhere else. How you going, bud? How's the body holding up? Yeah, mate. bit tight, but I had a puke. I had a puke. That was a checkpoint. Yeah, it did. My sugar was low. Yeah. I had some fruit. And then I just picked it all back up. No way. I did a can of Coke, can of lemonade, and the sugar. Yeah, I got your message saying you hit 20. But I am. Um, but I left. I was there a bit of time. Then that hill was a kid of just walking. It's just taking ages. Yeah, nice so I was seeing a bit crook on the way down. I got to that. So, I mean, 26 k 3 hours from 6. Yeah, man. So we we'll put it back now. Yeah. And uh, I'll make the start. Yeah. Oh, we're not so five minutes of cake. Yeah, I know. We're not going way too fast. Yeah, nice work. We're dead at 10k. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, everything's going to plan other than that. Yeah, like. How's your feet? Other than we should be getting low. Yeah. Fucking feet feel good. So, I feel it's hot. Yeah. I'm sweating, but mate. Hey, it's humid. Right, I've lost a lot of fluid. Yeah, it's humid. I've been doing a lot of water. Yeah. I had to do five gels in a row. And that hasn't helped the gut. So I'm just taking it easy to get my gut back. And uh, the sugar's gone up. Yep. So my sugar's 24, mate. 24? Jesus. I had three years of eating it at the start. And that's just with pain. Dropped too hard. Yeah, it's, it's just making it less Taking the pain with me. Oh, hey, man, it's nice. It's fucking going up, isn't it? Yeah. But I don't feel too bad. Legs feel good like that. Yeah. This distance, uh, you know, it's a uh, back into it. I think that would be 9.9k an hour. Yeah, that's good. Good going. So, that's not bad. Good game plan. It's about 6.5k. Okay. Yeah, so, very good. We can get down to, I can start averaging 6. And uh, we've got no real big hills yep. to worry about. And it's sort of downish hill. Yeah, nice. have a peak in there. 36k, I think it might be a pinch. Yeah. And then it's downhill, so. Mate, keep pressing should, on, eh? Just keep, keep good. Yeah, I'm going to so, see you in a few more k's at yeah. McDonald Road, alright?
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, after that, I basically asked him how his feet were going. He had a, uh, a few issues. He got the super socks on and he was wearing his trail shoes. So, and he said that everything was still going all right. Yeah, so everything was still going socks. good. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and he's um was pressing on. So at that stage there, you come good after that, that little hypo. You your sugars come good, yeah. and then you're pressing on. So we're traveling towards 36 k's now. The next checkpoint. Yeah. I um that 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 checkpoint. I think I stopped for about 10 minutes, and then it took 10 minutes to go up that hill and 10 minutes down. So that in I was like looking at it's three hours, and I was like, okay, we got we got um when I got to about 29 k. I was like, I've got two, I've got two hours to, um, no, I said, I was, no, it was 20, I had about three hours to do that 24K. And I thought, okay, this is, this is doable. But I was looking at my watch working out and I, I thought, okay, well, I've got to hit 10 kilometers an hour speed, which is six, six minutes a K to get in on the time. Yep. So um, I was going too fast down that hill and Stephen, Matil came back down the hill past me on the tarmac and I said, I need the Iberogast, which I knew would settle my guts. It's great oh, yeah. for yeah. gut problems. But we didn't actually have the bottle of the Iberogast in the car, but I had a, a mix-up bottle which had Iberogast in it, a, a, a proper one dose of Iberogast and some um, amino acids. And I think that amino acids, I can't remember if that had the uh, – caffeine in it or not anyway so i downed about two-thirds of that bottle and that definitely helped because i was able to keep keep running and my gut did settle um from that so i really should have been thought i should have had chocolate bars it was overall time at the race 51.1k in 559.04 so um, once we when we um we saw you and give you that is it iberogast yeah um that was like, I mean, even before then at that first checkpoint, that 23K checkpoint, everyone just looked just done, like just so yeah. ill. The only person that looked good was that Andy Day. He, he was like positive. He, he, he had color in his face. He was, he took no time at the changeover, you know, at the checkpoint. He filled his bottle up with water and then he was gone again. And, um, yeah. I give him a bit of a cheer on and he just said, Oh, thanks mate. Let's do this or something like that. And he was off yeah. and, uh, but everyone else just looked so ill. And when we saw you at that, um, down the road where we gave you that drink, it was mm. just, <laughs> every person that we passed looked so sick um, and ill. I think because of the heat, I think the heat yeah. got people and the humidity early in the morning. And I think that, that they just, just looked gray, like, you know, gray eyes yeah. sunken in. So I felt sweat. quite good legs wise in that. I was my hammies were starting to get a bit tight and the quads, you, but I felt, oh, you know, I felt I was confident that I could make it. And then, um, so basically, we just pushed on, went through a bit of, then went, we we're on the road for a bit and then we crossed over. I think there was a, you would have come to that. Um, I oh know that was a 36k. There was, there was, then we went back in into the trail. It was a lot of fire roads then cross between fire roads and trail a lot, of, a lot of fire roads and then um um i remember seeing i was I, I was reading some of your chat and um i was starting to get a little um bit um i think delirious then because my sugar was dropping down again and i was um uh, a little bit concerned of how i was going i got to 30 i was at about 32 33k and i was catching loads of people up and that's when i had my second i had my second wind 
about about 32 33k and it was running in, it was almost like following the power lines and we went over there's a bit of mud um there was less mud than i was expecting actually i've got to i've got to admit but that it gets loamy sandy and it's a bit then it gets a bit boggy you know and then you sink you really do sink in it but i was catching people up and one guy i'd been chatting to earlier on who'd obviously then passed me at some point i i caught him up i said oh, i'll get a second win he goes leave it at the checkpoint for me i remember coming out onto the road and seeing like matilda and i shouted who's gonna carry the boats you know like yeah, Dave and the woman in front of me turned around and went oh and i was all like scared her off she started running again and, yeah, i'll see if i can play that so everyone can hear that already all right i got the audio for that i'll um i'll grab the the um the sound from the the video uh, one second, here we go. Who's going to carry the boats? Woo! Looking good, mate. There you go, that's probably, that's probably about 100 metres out. And at this stage, Nate's running up the last hill, which would have killed because he's uh, he's got 30 K, 36Ks in the legs. He's already had a hypo at, at 23k checkpoint, and he's still he's still looking fresh. So, so what was that all about, Nate? What's what's the what's the go uh, with that little? David Goggins goes, "Who's going to carry the boats?" One of his one of his little sayings, you know, like yeah. Um, uh, he'll explain it. Where he actually, I think he used to say it in um, when he was in uh, SEAL training school. Who's going to carry the boats? get everyone going and, and it was like they try to break you so the, the trainers try to break them and they just like so what you do you give it back to them and say like you know we're not we're not done like we can keep going and they just, they would just looked at him and say what is this guy on it's in his book it's in his autobiography and it's um uh and, and he just like throwing it back at him you know like you, you can't break us and yeah. so it's one of them, who's gonna carry the bolts when he's running and i just now and it just gives me a bit of impetus, impetus to sort of like you know get me going. And I come up that, on the you'll see it on the video. I come up beyond that chick, and uh, I think um, Matilda or Steve was holding the GoPro. Yeah. And uh, that chick just turned around. I was like, catch, I caught her right up. And I was like, who's going to carry the bolts? And she looked at me like, she's like yeah. I don't know, spooked her. She, she just started. Yeah, you spooked her. Yeah, you spooked her. Yeah. She picked and up her pace. Her, yeah. She was just like, oh, I can keep running. If you're running, I'm going to keep running too. So you pumped her up too, man. So Yeah, but I mean, that? like, you don't know how many Ks like training that she does, but she didn't like the, the whether she went in the wave earlier than me and I just caught her up. Or I remember that was, um, there was, I was stretching at the, um, at that 36K checkpoint. And, um, I don't know if, um, someone, someone said, um, Oh, my, my hamstrings were hurting, so uh, I was just stretching. Yeah. And, and she said, she said, you okay? I said, well, as good as you can be at 36 kilometers. Yeah. And, uh, Matilda said, do you need anything? And I said, a new a new pair of legs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because on the way up to there, that's probably, I met you about five or 600 meters out, and I said, how are you feeling? And you said, geez, me... um." Me, me, me hamstrings are tight and my quads are burning. He said, but my calves are good. And yeah, then the whole, and that, and you know what that would have been? Your $50 socks, mate. <laughs> $50 socks saved me legs and my calves and my feet. Yeah. Shoes, mate, really. Though. Those, those Hocker Speedgoat 4s are, are good. Once yeah. you, once you left that checkpoint, 
And we gave you uh, I shouted it again. I did yeah, it again. We gave yeah. you a drink or something there, but um, that was the first Lemonade. time that I'd actually caught up with Steve. So I got this little uh, audio clip. Okay, Team Barden crew, checkpoint, 36K. Steve the Spartan Sparling is here. And uh, he's just run a bit with Nathan. How is he looking? He's looking fresh. Um, as we just spoke just previously, everyone else is dying. Nathan, Nathan still run the hills. He's saying his, his quads and hammies are a bit tight, but he's got no calf issues, which is the, the problem in the last long um, training runs we've done. So if, if he can get through that without sort of going any further, I think he'll hold out right to the end. Yeah, he's looking. He's still looking pretty fresh though. Looking strong, eh? And his um, blood sugar is going real well. Uh, 7.8 so it, it was too high dropped too low and he, he reckons it's leveled out now so um, we, we just seen him and he was screaming who's going to carry the boats yeah whatever that means <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we'll check in again in a few k yeah that's the end of that little clip that was um he did he, he did look fresh hey eh, steve like when he come through everyone else he wasn't sweating as much as everyone else i imagine like i, I saw a lot of people and they were just dripping and nath just seemed to be Still looking really good, eh? Mate, there was just so many sweating. really tired looking people at that point, eh? Like, that's what I mean. Yep. That, was, that girl running, she picked up her pace when you were screaming, who's going to carry the boats now? Like, even to be able to do that at that stage in the race, she's obviously uphill. super strong. Yeah. Yeah. Uphill. Like, I felt, I couldn't believe how strong I felt then leaving there. I had that, yep. that lemonade that pushed the, that pushed the sugar up. And at that point, that is that when I've got that extra energy, that means that something's happening. If my sugar's going down, or there's, there's enough insulin to allow the sugar into the muscles. So that's how insulin works. It's the key to the door that lets sugar into your into your muscles. Yeah. So. Um, so you almost feel that instantly then. Oh, I could, so you're only at the checkpoint for a few minutes. So that was like basically like a real yeah, hit I could sort just of thing. Feel that I had a, I had a good amount of energy then. And I hit my second peak just before I saw you guys at about 34k. That's right. Yeah. I was I was on a pretty good high then until well, I ran through, I just left you guys, and at 37k is when I stacked it. Um yep. my right foot hit something and I wasn't able to pull it through like I'd on all the other trips. I'd managed to be able to trip on something and get my foot through. And you wouldn't want to run that course in the dark, definitely, because there's, there's a lot of places where there's tree roots you're having to run over and, and different stuff. Um, more towards the beginning and in the end, and I think because we went over some of the same tracks. Uh, and anyway, I just went down, and, and I just went, my, my right arm was down at, at my side at the time, and I just landed on my right shoulder. Lucky didn't, it was a typical, you break your collarbone and kind of fall. But as I hit, I rolled across my back. So I didn't just bang and bounce off my arm. So I think that saved my collarbone. That's like my commando bad. rolled it. Yeah. yeah and I, I hit and rolled. And I then thought, oh, I hope I don't burst my bladder in the back of my pack. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, 10 Ks. I still had a fair amount of fluid in there. And I wasn't yeah. drinking it because it tasted so sugary and it put me off. So there's, yeah. a, there's another thing I learned. And I remember that, Steve, when we did the 38. Yeah. Put three I spoons in. Yeah. My water in and it was too, too, it was too sugary, so I wasn't taking in. But then you need to get in the sugar, so it's like. But then you need the electrolyte as well. To absorb but, it. So yeah. anyway, I got up, dusted myself off. My shoulder wasn't too bad. It came good pretty quick. Kept running. 
um, caught, uh, there was a couple running, I think they might be German, and that was sort of with them at about the halfway mark. And I caught them back up. And that's when we came towards the dam, Lake Manchester. And yeah. we did a bit of, went wrong because there really should have been an arrow there because the arrows are pretty good through the race. There was an arrow, but there was like wooden stumps, obviously stop people go full wheel coming up to like the dam wall. Hang and on a minute. A, like, is it called Lake Manchester? Lake McDonald. Lake oh, McDonald. Sorry. Oh, I was thinking that's Lake where McDonald. we did that other trial yeah, race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apologies. Yep. Lake McDonald. Lake McDonald. And then there was a bit of bit of the pink tie on the on the tree. And we turned around, oh, where are we going? We and someone said, No, it's here. And this she let us go because she saw we were running, she let us go in front of them. So we just belted and, and then I I left them behind. I did trip and then they did catch me up. I can't remember uh what happened there, but I was on a pretty good high up flying there, uh, catching other people up. Um and then we went past the i stopped it was 8k to go which was the 8k on the way out that you guys saw me at and um i had some water on board and there was meant to be coca-cola there and people were guy in front of me was complaining because he said i'm expecting to have coke here and they said yeah the people at another checkpoint took it all Um, yeah and so there was we, we already received i think we'd already received a text then saying you're at the marathon stage so you already just done a marathon at that stage yeah so i think um just yeah. oh, just before that would have been uh oh i don't know if it was just before or just after no it was just before that i think i was running a fire trail yeah. and i hit 42 um 42 point um 2k and that was the that's when i message you guys on 42k i'll i'll yeah. um i'll see you fuckers soon so I was yeah, still yeah, yeah. really feeling pretty good. And um, uh, then I got to that checkpoint and the last there managed to persuade me to have half a banana. So I had that with some water and then just yeah. kept going. I was on a real, I was, I was buzzing. I was like, I was, I started recording because I was running through the, it was like single track, good mountain biking, single track, but quite technical. And I was running through it. You're going on some trees and I was just flying. I caught my mate, Nick, uh, wool it up. If he's listening, um, yeah, good on you, good on you, mate. It's good to, to, to see you. I called him up and he said, "Look, just go." So I kept, went past him. Um, yeah. I saw him every. I saw him at every time I saw you. He was just ahead of you, so you yeah, actually yeah. passed him I at that stage. And I could, I knew it was him because he's bright yellow, uh, greeny yellow shorts on. Yeah, yeah. And I went flying past him, and it, and then uh, I called some other guys up, and it said five k to go, and I said that can't be because my watch is saying I've got three and a half k to go. Yeah, and oh. I said I bet they didn't tell us it's fifty one point one k, and it, it, I, I'm thinking it's just a dead fifty k. Yeah, so my timing was out, and I was like, oh, I'm really going to have to do some work now. So I sort of put the pedal down a bit, and then um, I'm out on the road. I was still ahead of Nick, and I just sort of thought I just came over all queasy, and I went, oh, my blood sugar must be low, but I couldn't be bothered to get my phone out and test it because earlier I tested it, it felt pretty good. And um, I went, I'm not going to make this. I had to walk. Nick caught me up and he said, look, run with me. I said, I'm just not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make it. Um, Mate, is he, is he the one that was wearing the like white bucket cap? He had yep, a bucket cap yeah. on and he, yeah. good shout out to Nick. He got fourth in his age group in the 50 to 59 group. And I feel so sorry for him that he couldn't well, have got in, in the podium. Um, that we saw Brisbane to Townsville together back. 
2012 or 13. Uh, he's a great guy. I'm a, you know, I've seen him in a couple other races and um, yeah, uh, he, he caught me back up. So fair, fair play to him. And I just sort of died on my ass because my blood sugar got lower. I made myself eat a gel and I said to myself, just keep that down. I had to keep that down. So stop, I'll stop you there, man. At this stage, we're at the other end of the finish line. And I said, we were trying to work out where you'd be given different paces. Me and Steve are going through. Um, we should we have been had there you. now. We oh, were at the finish line. Where, where are you? Yeah. yeah. I just was like too stuffed to be able to write, write anything. I was like, so, I'll just concentrate on running. Yeah. So we sort of thought you must be on your way. So I said to Steve, I'll head out. And um, I crossed the road and I sort of stood there for about five minutes and I seen... I started seeing the same lot of people come through at the other checkpoints that I'd seen previously, but there was a few. Obviously, the positions had changed a little. So then I jogged up the road about a K, um, and that's where I met you. And I think mm. you just had, you just finished having a gel and you're drinking some water. And uh, I got a little bit of a grab from um, the video where we started running again. We had a little bit of a chat saying um, how you feel and whatever, but um, your alarm started going off. I'll let everyone hear that. Um, so okay. you were just saying before you didn't bother checking your blood sugar. I'll so just explain. What... I'll just explain. I was on the Freestyle Libre 2. It's yeah. um, uh, Elliot Kipchoge, even though he's not diabetic, he wears one so they can monitor his, his um, sugar and everything when he's running and training. And yeah. um, you just, just on an app on your phone. So you just touch your phone to it and it'll tell you your sugar. But you can set an alarm. So I might set at four. So if in the middle of the night my blood sugar goes low, so I don't have a, a hypo and pass out um it wakes you up and yep. um it was going off but i didn't i just didn't i didn't put two because you know sugar was getting lower your brain's not working properly um i didn't put two and two together and realize it was my phone i thought it was something you were carrying you thought was it was my gopro off. alarm battery alarm or my phone alarm or something you said something yeah, yeah. and i went no no it's you yeah, hang on well i'll play it now so everyone can hear what yeah. we're sort of talking about 1k to go bro I'll follow you in. A whole bunch of people waiting for you up there, here. Nice little downhill section coming up here to help you. We've got a bit of a hill to finish up. All good. Yep. It hits, Definitely, I like, know that's I know that that's at four then when it hits that when that goes, um, and it's set when it's yeah. at thirteen. So if it goes high, it um, that'll, that'll beep as well. Um, yeah, you can't always feel it. Okay, so you got to set it a high and a low so you can try and stay yeah, in between yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I I can't remember what I did there. Did I do a gel or did I just have to sort of I just walked for a bit and then? Uh, was, I think you drank drink. you drank something and you were looking at your phone so you had something to drink. Um, you walked for probably, I don't know, 20 or 30 metres while you had a look at your phone and, and then you just broke go. straight into running. Yeah, K to go. Yeah, and I just and knew then... that I had to really just knuckle down. And that, that um, then I caught that guy. Well, I think we played cat and mouse all day. Yeah, he passed you while you walked. You caught him back again. And then you stopped when your alarm went off. And then that last, I think we had a little bit of a chat not long after that. And you said, it's 50K. What's the, what's the course? And I said, oh, something like... Um, I had a look on a few people and I said, it's 51.1 is what I'm seeing. So you go, that's not a 50K ultra, that's 51. 
so I should be finished. And, and at the same time, at the same time, Woolies um, messaging me going, "What's his, what's his time?" And I said he should make it just under because at that time it was about I think it was um, five hours fifty four or something like that, and you had a kilometre to go. And I said I should make it just under six hours. You should check that last kilometre to see what I did it in because um, I'll look yeah. at that now because uh, I go to Strava, I suppose. Um, I must yep. have done that in about six minutes to, to make Whilst it. you're looking uh, that up, I'll play my last little clip. I'm currently waiting at the finish line. Um, Spartan Sparling's run off to try and intersect Nathan down the road a bit. Me and uh, Matilda, a.k.a. Crew Barden, have uh, <laughs> rewarded ourselves with a beer. And just waiting for Nathan to come through now as some... Some very tired looking runners coming through the finish line every few minutes, but they're starting to get more and more spread out. Um, I'll let you know when he's finished. Yeah, that was the last um, little audio grab that I got there. And, yeah, I saw uh, the video, you guys chilling out having a beer. <laughs> I was just I'm, I'm enjoying hitting... watching people finish, man. It was just, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm hitting... Um... Well, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm just trying to find the last K because um... it was uphill, mate. You were a little, uh, I got a little video grab here where you went under that bridge. And I said, just the hill, I said, there's a fella ahead. I said, a bit of a hill, like 200 meters, and then turn left and 100 meters to the finish line. And lit, yeah. quite literally, I ran off to the side while I was videoing you, and I could see you gritting your teeth, and you caught that guy that passed you. And then you, you like, he goes, come on. And he, and he, and he did this little bit of a burst and he went about three or four meters ahead of you. And then you caught him yeah, again. He, he he, me. He yeah. Yeah. Me. He, he didn't want to let you pass him. And then um, you caught him and I think you guys running together and you finished like, you know, yeah. a meter apart, which is bloody awesome. I but said, you, I said to him, I said to him, come on, mate, let's finish this together. And he yeah. just got, yeah, he just went bugger it. I'll do it. Yeah. But you dug deep, mate. You, you, you run that last hill. I can't what believe it. 51 Ks. Not at the 60 minutes. Like, yep. um, you know, uh, oh, here yeah. we go, pace analysis. That's a, that's oh. a hell of a run, though, to finish on a hill. Like the last 300 meters, you run a 200 meter hill. 51 to 100 meter. Six minutes. And the last two before that, the one, the 50th K, 756. The 49th yep. K, this is where I really bottomed out, 903. Oh, must have done then some I walking in that one. But before that, I'd been doing like 657, 606, 658, 711, 747. Here's where I really had a burst. I got a 602, a 635, a 624, a 647. So that was 39, 38K to 43K. I was all like in the six minutes or I'm like one, 524. Yeah. So uh, there was a bit of downhill on that. But that yeah. last, um, that last K, I'd, I, I got down to six minutes a K to yeah. get over the, over the line. So I was buggered those last two Ks. It was just three Ks, yeah. So, you know. Yeah. And I had Good. one K that took me <laughs> 60. That was at the 23 K mark, 16 minutes 40. But that there was when I stopped. Oh, that's right. Walking up the hill and down the hill was a nine minutes 19 a K, nine minutes 16 a K. Um, that 23 K split, that. About two minutes of that was vomiting, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the puke out. But the quickest K, right, was 40th K, 524. Nice. Even though I had a wow. big downhill, I had a downhill, but 
that was my fastest K. The whole, the whole race was my. Was I went yeah. negative, negative splits, mate. <laughs> yeah. So you you actually told me after the finish there around that time you had a your blood sugar was dropping, so you get like a bit of an adrenaline rush. So for that three or four Ks, you were going like quite quick. And then yeah. it hit you and you just bombed out like at 36 or 30, uh, 40, 46, 47 Ks after yeah. that marathon yeah. distance. So, And what happened then? So you had a gel then and just tried to press the gel on. And that drink, and the, the issue is that the reason why I have that drink is because it's low GI, so it's good. And yeah. it doesn't upset my gut. I'll tell you, that's the best I've finished. Like usually I'm sat on the toilet for the afternoon. But my yeah. gut has been great. Like um, yeah. I was e eating in the afternoon. I had a beer, went out for dinner. I had a good, good feed. I was hungry the next day and stopped eating since, but um, it's low GI. So it's not going to put your sugar up yeah. quick. Yeah. Like say honeywood or like a yeah, hot, yeah. Like, the trail. I think it's trail wind or trail brew. I've got that's like yeah. 26 grams of carbohydrate and it's like 26 grams of sugar. Yeah. that'll put my sugar through the roof in no time at all but yeah. that's not always a good thing when you want to sustain sugar but yeah it's a double-edged sword especially as a type one diabetic and i still haven't worked it out you know i'm only getting back into my long running stuff so um it's different when you're out training you can do a do a 15k loop come back to the car or do yeah. this wait a while and sugar goes up then go back out again you know and 50k is really sort of my sugar's been a bit up and down since, so my body's having a bit of trouble readjusting. Yeah, come back. No, just my like personal opinion: if you like, if <coughs> say if you've raced in the morning and then in the afternoon you're not completely trashed, it's usually a good sign that you've um, fueled well. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I do like a half or or something, and I, and it's an all-out effort. And if I don't, like, say, if I just don't take any gels or, or whatever, I'll be ruined for, you know, a couple of days. But if I've fueled just right, even like drinking that Morton drink and the gels, like it's so sickly. And after the race, you're like, oh, you just feel like you've just had so much sugar. But you go mm -hmm. home and your muscles aren't as sore. You're not so beaten up. It's, yeah, you've definitely mm -hmm. got the fuel part of it, you know, Is nearly it perfect. Oh, did five gels at one point i did five gels in about 45 minutes and that Jesus. really <laughs> and that was i'll tell you how much carbohydrate that is that's five times like 26 roughly so there's a yeah. hundred there's a hundred and maybe about 120 130 grams of carbohydrate that's like three cans of coke now any diabetic if you did that with no insulin your sugar would go absolutely just you'd be sick sugar didn't even bounce it just stopped it going lower yeah cool how much i was my body was soaking it up so um, so all yeah. in all over the course of that day that was a hot day it's mm. a ridiculous amount of humidity it's probably started at 100 percent park run i did park run i did a 6k warm-up and some guy just looked at me he goes how far have you run before park run i went just like 6ks or something and we were dripping wet and then in park run and then run home i remember i was saturated you did yeah, 50ks yeah. So you obviously managed your nutrition and your intake pretty well, considering you got to the end and were able to still hobble around at the end. Um, my question, my question was, what what solid food did you eat throughout the day, like other than oh. gels and and food? Yeah, yeah. What food did you have? I had one of those bigger little cheese things. 
but that yeah. did not taste good. But I decided to keep it down, not yeah. spit it out. I had a couple of uh, these little squares of their locker. They coconut. I hate coconut, but it was like a little raspberry like little bar with um, icing on the top. Yeah. Um, and, like uh, a, like a muesli bar or something. Yeah, but just a mini one. And like an inch and a half long. Yeah. And um, that was the, the solid food. Then I had the fruit, which I then threw up. Kept um, the watermelon in. The watermelon was good. 36 cow. I should have actually taken yeah. a bit more yeah. on on yeah. board there. And I looked at, I think I had an orange as well. I think I had some there orange. Yeah. 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 Um, but you're a little bit hesitant because I'd had that, whatever the orangey, maybe it was like mandarin. I think it was mandarin in that, that little fruit cup, which made me puke. Yeah. So um, I, I've got, um, I've got a, a few things I'm going to work on. I don't know if you want me to talk about those, but also I'll talk about the best part and the worst part of the. Um, yeah. All right. Talk that. So overall, the event was a success. But what what was your like worst and favourite parts of the day? Let's talk about the favourite part. Um, the, the I just I just love that whole atmosphere because I used to go to mountain bike races all the time. I just love that atmosphere there with people, and I love the, I could stay there at the finish area for hours, you know, like a few drinks and chilling out and and that. But I think really what topped it was seeing all you guys at all the checkpoints because I used to do all the mountain bike races on my own, um, and um, you know you don't when we've done the half marathon trails it's only just like other people we see until we see each other at the end. Yeah. At that last 50, the only person I got to see was um, some idiot that we won't mention name at the halfway mark. And um, that's Fraser's, Fraser's ex-wife. Oh, she was there at that race in the rainforest. Um, so you can cut that bit. Um, so, and, and it's like, you know, you got, but I kept seeing you guys and I thought, you guys, it seemed like you guys are having a bit of fun as well. And yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It, it was good. It was a good laugh. Like we had a. And that made me. I was thinking about yeah. you guys. Thinking, oh, I bet they're having a right laugh. They're driving yeah. around. Because we didn't even have time to stop and do this. We were just so busy nah. driving from here to there and everywhere. And uh, when you look on that relive map and you watch like how far you had to go, you realise like Jesus, you know, like fifty k. That's like basically that's like me running back to my old house. Yeah. We spent twenty minutes to drive there, back to here, and then like over halfway again or yeah. nearly there again and you just shit like um and it, but it was so good to have you guys there cheering me on and sometimes you just you're in race mode so you don't always like sit, oh hey how you going oh yeah, yeah. give us a kiss for tilt it's like you know yeah okay i want to get this get that bang get it water push, get get going and then sometimes yeah. you be careful of how people are gonna um, you're in survival mode aren't you really yeah, you wonder how people are gonna uh interpret that because they might go oh what an arsehole but you just you're focused on what you're doing. It's like in the, you know what it's like when you sit down at the end of a round and you sit down and you don't want someone coming over to you going, oh, how you going, mate? Yeah, you know, it's like okay, right, serious. It's like, and I suppose you don't want emotions. You just want black and white, yeah. yes and no, like yeah, yeah. What do you need? Okay, yeah. bang, bang, mate. Let's get everything sorted. Here's a drink. You know, you get it down. Yeah. About, oh, how you feeling? Yeah, oh, fuck. Okay, how else do you think I feel? No. <laughs> yeah. but in the end, the end, re end result, you lifted. Because we were there, you lifted, so that's a cool. Yeah, no, I think that's it. And, it, and if I and, and if Sparling hadn't come out to, to at the end of video and say, like, you're just up there, turn left, 
uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't know if I would have uh, got there because I was looking at my watch going, how, how far is it actually going to be? Um, yeah. It was just to see you guys. It's, that's just and, cruel, eh? Adding another K to it. Like, oh, man. Yeah. I wish I'd known it was 51.1. I mean, I probably still would have thought, yeah, I'm going to get under the, under the um, six, hours. six hours. But it's when you've got 5K to go and you're questioning, is it actually going to be 5K? Am I going fast yeah. enough? All these, all the maths, you start doing the maths. Yeah. And you go, yeah. Time, say, adding it up, working I out. I have to far. run. I have and, to run now. Otherwise, I'm and, not going to make it. Like, and you did. You it. did. You did a six-minute split at the end. So <laughs> Nice go. So, um, yeah, that, that was that was the best bit for me. It was just great. It was good to see that everyone enjoyed themselves as well and part of it. And and, and uh, I think hopefully it's given Steve Sparling some motivation for for his. Yeah. Uh, come and support you as best we can as well. Yeah. Um, and the worst part, really, I think, was the um, – the worst part was the the blood sugar high than the low, um, yeah. and I should have just left it and not taken that extra three units of insulin. That and that it just was just I was worrying about my sugar the whole time rather than concentrating on running the race. Yeah, um, yeah. but no, yeah, so no. you live your life. Anyway. You live your life thinking about your blood sugar all the all the bloody time. Yeah, yeah. But it would have okay. been nice to better go right. Sugar's fine. I can just keep running and not have to worry about that and. and that. So. No one else knew you, what was going on more than you, though. So that was um, that was a risk you had to take too, having that third um, shot too. Like you could have went with two, and it might not have been enough. You know what I mean? So, yeah. No. If I if I had none, no incident at all, my sugar would have come down to ten to fifteen, and would have been fine. I wouldn't have been fighting that that burned out. I, I believe I would have been. I wouldn't have needed all those cans of coke and all that other shit. I could have probably ate that fruit and kept it down, um, or I might have gone for some something else. But um, I think I need to get myself some like a field bar, which is not really going to melt in my pocket. Because you, you worry about it, you can't take a chocolate bar. I would have eaten chocolate bars. I didn't realise they were in the esky. I probably should have eaten, a, gone off with an, a, a chocolate bar to chew on rather than a can of coke. Um, I, I think some food like some sandwiches with maybe some honey in or cheese or like i used to do when i was mountain bike racing so definitely some i think solid food sandwiches um yeah. will help the gut yeah absorb some of that sugar i've also just bought the uh, purchase of the week would be two little silicon travel pouches do you want me to get them yeah, yeah, go, yeah. For go for it you can what i'm going to put in one of these i'm going to put because they're pretty good they're squidgy and they got a oh yeah little mouthpiece yeah that's a bit like it's um they push and come back so yep. it won't leak yep. oh, I'm yeah i'm going to put one with fill one with honey so that'll be real good sugar and i'm going to fill one up with um really like high gi like glue like just basically buy I've actually got some glucose like powder and mix yeah. it up with water. So it'd be like a syrup. So if my sugar does bottom out, just I bang just some of that in, bang that in and actually keep, if you put it in your gums, it absorbs some of the sugar in your gums quite quickly into the blood. So yeah. you don't got it all going into your gut and then it being an issue for your gut. Yeah. Um, and so that, that would be the two, that's been like my emergency uh, go to. So one would be honey, one would be like um, a high, like a like a be a bit, bit like a gel, but it'd be uh, natural. Yeah. Just be like, uh, glucose. 
Um, they're quite small. What, what sort of size are those at all? Um, these are 100 mil. So oh, yeah, they, okay. They're for airline, so you can take them in your hand luggage. Yeah, cool. They're 100, 100 mil, but they're, they're, they're silicon. They're really good. Yep. I've been up two for 15 bucks. You can buy a cheaper version at Kmart for five bucks or two, but they're not as ergonomical, won't fit in your pocket as well. So 15 bucks from Big W, and that's a bit of a, that's a real good, um, good thing there. So I can just, you know, put the honey in it carry those and they would even be good to go out when i'm training so if you don't want to do a gel um if gels make yeah, it or you don't need the electrolyte they will be the go-to so anyway so you're giving me a few ideas for my guzzler i think uh on our run out at the dam there you had a k-time bar which is a dry bar with a gooey center yeah uh, they're not sandwich, quite nice sandwiches are a good idea so i might go peanut butter sandwiches or something cut them into cut them into quarters not so they're so small just, enough to yeah, sort of fit yeah. together and in a little food bag and you don't yeah. have to have them squashed in your pocket. I mean, I'm going to get a new backpack as well. One, which has got side panel pockets in them yeah. as well. So that's the next, um, next purchase. So I can just carry, you don't want to carry too much stuff, but there's a type one bit, diabetic, you got to realize I did actually see a guy running and he had, um, a cycling top on. And yep. he had stuff in his back pocket. Oh, yeah, the little idea. pouch at the back, yeah. yeah. I thought, oh, that's a good idea. So you could even do that, you know, yep. if you really wanted to. No. Steve, for the guzzler, is that got, like, checkpoints similar to this um, Noosa one that we've just done? Um, from what I've read, there's only the – because it's a – the guzzler's 104Ks, right? So from what I gather, the checkpoint is one lap, which is 52 Oh, okay. okay, but there is new there is hydration stops, but not um, checkpoints where you can drop bags or anything like that. Are they accessible? Like, they're halfway. They should they that? should allow you to take a for them to take a bag out there for you to the halfway point. As far as I'll have to have another read, but from what I've read, um, yeah. I think you got to be self. Um, you got to be self. Because I've seen if you yeah. go on YouTube and yeah. watch the Guzzler. There's loads of stops where people are helping their like their friends have got tents up and that and they come under and they help. I'm them. guessing you can view, but yeah, I don't I don't think I haven't read anything about a drop bag, so basically um, I'll have to go Message through it again. Them. I was yeah. just wondering if we could crew you like we did for Nathan, you know, catch you at a few places and jump in the car, shoot up a bit further. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, one of them's Mount Nebo Road. Yeah, yeah, Matt, me and halfway up, just off Mount Nebo Road. So yeah. I reckon we can definitely see it at the halfway mark. Yeah, it'd be shy of halfway, but yeah, pretty close there. Yeah. And the rest of it's all off on their dirt tracks, you know, like uh, the Mount Glory yeah. race. So yeah. I know, I know, we go, we go over towards um, uh, Gold Creeks Reserve there. So that's over sort of uh, east of Lake Manchester, I think. What's the so date of the race? Twenty third of July. Mm, I'll be tempted so. to do it with you, but is that Saturday or Sunday? Saturday morning, so because on the Monday I got work, I got to, all weekend away. to recover. Yeah, down yep. down at the Gold down the Gold Coast for work conference. Can I? Um, I'll just say my favourite part of the actual event. I yeah. mean, I I thoroughly just enjoyed the whole day. You know, um, me and Matilda getting lost, four wheel driving once in the <laughs> car. It's jump, <laughs> she was driving up to get in the driver's seat and put it in four wheel drive, reverse it out of like a pretty um sketchy situation but my favorite thing and i mean i guess 
you get a bit more um you get a bit more emotional once you like become a dad i think but what i was waiting for nathan to finish and i ended up being at the like finish shoot for probably about 15 20 minutes and i was watching people coming in and like the kids were joining their dads and stuff and like running into the finish line with them and i was watching the the you know blokes have obviously just wrecked themselves running 50k and then as soon as they saw their kids they just they were choking up and yeah. it was choking me up like i was watching thinking you know you're getting a bit of a lump in your throat and i, I was like man that is just like they're so they were so happy to see their family and they, the kids have probably been waiting there for ages just to run in through the finish line with them and i just thought man that that just topped the day off seeing that it was awesome yeah, yeah. my highlight my highlight was watching um nath come into those checkpoints and after waiting probably 10 15 minutes seeing all these other people go past and hurt and I think shit Nate's going to be stuffed when I see him and then he come through and he was happy to see me and he was looking he was looking real good each time and even after I um caught him a k out or so at the finish there at 50k's he he just had a gel and his alarms are going off and he's still able to run and I'm just thinking how you know what an inspiration and and just running up that last hill to the finish line because I knew I'd already told Woolly he's on his way and I knew you'd be there and Matilda was there um, yeah, just seeing him get across and still in one piece and afterwards able to have a laugh about it, you know, and then say, wow. Yeah. 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 Other diabetics should, you know, really take note of that because a lot of people use it as an excuse, don't they? And, well, they, you know, it's not, it is an excuse, but it's more of the messages that you can do things. You've just got to be a little bit more strategic about how you do it. Yeah, it makes learn to manage it over time, so... Yeah. so. Yeah, it's um, it, uh, it's still a learning curve, isn't it? I mean, I, I've, I've even thinking that maybe I should, um, when I go to, um, I should go back on the pump for something like this if I was to do like a hundred k. Um, but I, I'm confident I can do it without having to do that. You know, like I should be able to do it off off insulin and just manage my basal. Full experience, eh? Like the more experience you get with it, you you'll get to you know work out what time of year it's going to be, the heat, the humidity, mm. all those things are must have a huge effect on all that stuff. So how are you? How are you feeling now? Like seventy hours after that event, you, you Mate, good? My right hammy is really tight, and the quads, outer quads, more like my, towards my IT band is sore, but my calf's good. Yeah, shoulders uh, good everything so I'm, I'm actually keen to really get out and go for a run but i'll probably have to leave it till maybe end of the week um, yeah maybe a recovery yeah. walk or something yeah just a nice yeah. slow jog and yeah. really do um, good and yeah try and book in another one cool. in the next couple of months maybe two or three months keep that awesome keep the impetus going it was a nine-year hi- hiatus from the last one so i don't want to leave it nine years before i do another one so, yeah uh, no it's because i've got you guys to train with as well and you, you're doing them um yeah so we've got the relays coming up anzac day relays and yeah. keep an eye out on youtube for the uh for nathan's video and my video i yeah. got all the, i got all the starts on the gopro on the drone yeah, yeah got some got some great footage i used all the that was the only problem was i used all the drone batteries up by the halfway point um searching for nathan at that um 23k 
when I was flying it up, up and down, down that path, trying to find him. Stuff. Yeah. Nah, but it's good. Cool. All right. Oh, well, good stuff. That was an awesome weekend. Wrap it up there. Yeah, let's... Um... Oh, and anyone, anyone listening, um, go on to Facebook and join the Trail and Ultra Runners Australia group. Anyone around yes. the world can join. We don't... Um, we we don't have to approve your post you can put it on but um if it seemed to be not appropriate it will be deleted with um advice why but yeah just um just jump on and share your stories from around the world and share your um your trail running it's a bit uh, of everything it doesn't matter whether it's road trail ultra whatever yeah yeah so um yeah jump yeah. on Anything what do you got hap- what do you got right happening right. steve you um, sent through something this afternoon. You're going to have a yeah. bit of hiatus for a couple of weeks. I think what I'm going to do is because I've this, um, I've got two niggling injuries. I've got my Achilles is is sore every morning when I get out of bed, and my hamstring is, um, my left hamstring is tight and sore, also. So I've decided the next two weeks, I'm going to, I'm going to book in and see Mark. Get a few um, hardcore massages, and I'm going to um, go to the gym every night and strength train. So I'm still going to train every day, but my running is going to change from running to elliptical. So I'm going to run on the elliptical. That'll be my runs, and I'm going to try. And, so I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to basically try and rehab these um, little niggles because I've not got really anything that I'm taking too seriously to train for. And then once that two weeks is up. I'm going to um, lock in some events and start a serious training block and right um, yeah, get, get serious, but I need to get With this goal um, in mind. Well, hopefully a marathon this year, yep. uh, but Excellent. you know, yeah, I might considering actually just getting a coach, you know, getting a paying the money, getting a proper coach and um and getting properly serious, but I just need to get this because um, the Achilles is fine. I can run on it, but if I do a long run the next day when I first wake up, geez, it's so sore. And I know it's just like a weakness. It's like a strength issue. And uh, when I was doing the gym, everything was fine. And then it's the moment I stopped going to the gym before Christmas because I was trying to not get COVID because my parents were going to the UK and I didn't want to get COVID and give it to them and ruin their trip back to, to England. Yep. So um, I've only been to the gym once or twice since then. So I just need to get back in the gym and, uh, and get strong. And then I think uh, those little niggles will just go away. So that's going to yep. be my plan for the next two weeks. So my sessions will be, probably boring but there'll be you know what i've done on the elliptical and stuff like that yeah so there it is for all the listeners out there that are doing north lakes park run you'll be one position ahead for the next few weeks <laughs> <laughs> steve woolley won't be there yeah, yeah no I'll, I'll yeah maybe uh it's tammy's turn to get the park run my wife's turn oh, she's yeah, been, that's it. she's been missing it out so she can get in there and have a crack yeah Good stuff. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. All, right, All right, we'll catch you next week. No worries. Yep. Have a good week. Week. All right, you too. See you.